I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. As Russia continues to attack Ukraine, the U.S. and its allies have responded, of course, with sanctions and additional pressure on Russia and the Russian economy. But is the pressure really working? Russia has since engaged in peace talks. There are more that may come. But the fighting continues. Could the U.S. do more? Should the U.S. do more? What does that look like? But ultimately, the question for all of us is, what is the price of freedom? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. I know that all the things that have been taking place in Ukraine have caused so many of us to think again about what is, what is the cost of freedom? What price are we willing to pay? There's been some fascinating examples, some incredible examples of what that looks like, what leadership looks like in really challenging times. Uh, It's often said that uh, situations and circumstances don't reveal a person. Uh, They don't make the person. They reveal the person uh, that they've developed. And I think one of those that we've all watched be revealed is a former comedian turned president of Ukraine uh, who has shown that who he is, what he is, is what is needed in Ukraine. Uh, During an exclusive interview for CNN from his bunker in Kiev, the Ukrainian president Zelensky said he thinks Russia is wasting its time on peace talks while the fighting continues. Take a listen to this exchange. And I want it. I, I really want it. And I ask them, so you have to speak. First of all, you, everybody has to stop, stop fighting and to go to that point from where it, it was beginning. Yeah. Yes, it began five, six, today, six, six days ago. Yes. I think there are principal things you can do it, and that is a very important moment. If you'll do this, and if those side is ready, it means that they are ready for the peace. If they don't ready, it means that you're just, you know, just... Mm, how, wasting, your time. wasting time. And do you think you're wasting your time, or do you think they're ready? We'll see. That's uh, President Zelensky from Ukraine talking exclusively to CNN earlier today. And he has uh, since had a 30-minute conversation with President Biden, where President Biden pledged uh, additional support, additional aid, uh, and uh, especially for those that might be fleeing areas, uh, that that additional support was coming uh, and help coming. So we'll continue to watch that as that uh, readout begins to, uh, to come out. Uh, But I want to go back to President Zelensky. He also addressed the EU parliament uh, where he reported that Russian missiles had hit Ukraine's Freedom Freedom Square. His speech was being translated into English uh, by a German translator. 
and it was fascinating uh, to listen to this translation and the emotion that the translator felt while interpreting the Ukraine president's address. This morning, two cruise missiles hit this Freedom Square. Dozens of killed ones. This is the price of freedom. President Zelensky also reaffirmed his people's willingness to fight for those freedoms. We are fighting just for our land and for our freedom. Despite the fact that all large cities of our country are now blocked, nobody is going to enter and intervene with our freedom and country. And believe you me, every square of today, no matter what it's called, is going to be called, as today, Freedom Square in every city of our country. Nobody's going to break us. We're strong. We're Ukrainians. That speech from President Zelensky was met with a standing ovation uh, by the EU. And again, it's so interesting. Uh, if you've ever done simultaneous translation, it is a an incredibly difficult thing to do. And it's even harder uh, to actually feel emotion while you're interpreting because it's, it's almost like it's just going in one ear and out the other as you translate from one language to and then spit it out in another. Uh, and the fact that this interpreter could feel the intensity uh, and the power of the words of President Zelensky uh, spoke volumes, I think, in terms of what those principles are. Those pr- principles resonate with people all around the world. And I thought that was a, a really extraordinary moment. We're going to talk a lot about speeches and, and big moments like that as we go through the program today. Obviously, we'll be looking at the president's uh, address tonight in the State of the Union, his first State of the Union, how he goes about that. We're actually going to go to uh, one of the best speech writers in the business. Michael Conley is going to join us from Washington, D.C., coming up here at 120 to break down how do you craft this kind of speech and how do you do that based on the strengths and weaknesses of any given speaker, whether that's a, a President Biden or a President Obama, very different. So how do you write and craft those speeches? I think one of the things that President Zelensky has demonstrated in the moment uh, of this challenge is his training as a comedian. Many people have ridiculed that, uh, that here you had a comedian for a president in Ukraine. But I know a couple of things about comedy. Not many, but I know a couple of things. One is that timing. Timing is everything when you are delivering a performance as a comedian. And the power of a single line to cut through everything else is important. And if you look back over the last six days, the timing of President Zelensky has been unbelievable. And the messages that have cut through all the noise, all the chatter, all the clamor uh, have been absolutely brilliant, including the speech he delivered uh, to the EU. Uh, It moved everybody. And so that sense of timing and that sense of uh, the fact that words have meaning and the meaning matters and how you put that together uh, can be incredibly powerful. And so all of those things have led so many of us to really think again about the price. What is the price? What is the cost of freedom? What are we willing to pay? And we're going to dig into that a little more as we go along as well. I want to go very quickly uh, as a transition to Joe Manchin. He appeared on a West Virginia radio show Uh, and said that the U.S. uh, needs to be energy independent, that we need to produce our own uh, so that we're not sending money uh, to Vladimir Putin. Take a listen. Well, Hoppy, I asked for a ban. I'm asking the president to uh, invoke a ban on purchasing any 
products, petroleum products, any products from Russia. Petroleum products, we've, we've been purchasing about 500,000, and last year went up to about 670,000 barrels a day. And that's just entirely unacceptable now when we're asking the whole world to unite around and help Ukraine every way possible and put as much pressure as we can on Russia. It only makes sense that we lead by an example of showing that we're shutting down all Russian products coming into the United States. So again, that's uh, West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin. And it will be interesting to see how the president takes that on in the State of the Union. And I think as President Zelensky has been asking, you know, we do need to continue to ramp up those pressures uh, on Russia. And that just seems like one that if we can't get that one right, I think uh, the rest of them are not going to really hold either. And so you have to really get to that part of the conversation. And, And are we willing to do that? Uh, in order to do that, again, I think we have to be energy independent. And we can do that. We were just a year ago. Uh, we were a net energy exporter. Uh, and imagine what that would do. That would uh, dry up some of the money going into Vladimir Putin, who's using it for his evil designs. Uh, it would also put more on the market, which would drive the cost down for all of us here at home. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how the president gets into that. Uh, but again, as we look at the day, uh, President Zelensky is leading. That's what leadership looks like. That's what leadership sounds like. The question is, will the rest of the world have moments of silence and words of solidarity? Or will we stand together and to do the hard things, the hard work, the heavy lifting that freedom always requires? With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.